Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, this is Dr. Drew, and you are listening to This Life with Bob Foy and Dr. Drew. Here we are. Hey, everybody. Welcome to This Life Podcast. Bob. Amen. I'm eating. Good. Uh, make sure you go give the go to iTunes, give a five star rating, uh, share a post on Dr. Drew f- uh, Facebook Facebook page. Uh, check out drdrew.com. We are taking emails at slash contact there, and we will use your experiences for discussion. Though that's how we say I have to try to be a little bit of vague. We can't tell you exactly. We got what four to. in the other day. Yeah, they were good. Also, hit up the Amazon banner drdrew.com. When you ever need to make a purchase in your everyday life, podcast needs the support, and also bookmark that Amazon link. So you bookmark drdrew.com and this life podcast and our friends at the Rocky Mountain Recovery Center too. Yeah, I'm going to go out there. Good. Andy, I've, you want to go to Montana with me and investigate a rehab center? Great, Andy Dick is with us. Investigate? We're going to just see if they're doing things the right way. I've, I've called in undercover. Uh, no, no, uh, it'd be better, I suppose. But I oh, suppose yeah, you could check in. I could go check you in. <laughs> and then you could tell me if they're good. The other voice. Wait, this might be the way to go. Simone Bian is the other voice you're hearing there. Simone Bian, hello, sex therapist. You know her from a previous podcast we did with her, and she's agreed to stay around and help us out with Andy because Andy's depressed. Andy. I don't like to see Andy depressed because I saw Andy. Um, he has been in my living room for the last two weeks. Because of that's, love, everybody loves this that's show. That's how love, rumors start. Andy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just. I. It's quite funny. We were talking about it on an earlier podcast with the boys, and uh, trouble is, I completely missed all the dysfunction. I was like, "This is so funny. This is brilliant lines. I'm watching this for entertainment." This is Judd Apatow's right. uh, series, Love. Drew which saw it as sex addiction and trauma. I couldn't it watch. Really is. I had trouble watching. I it. have friends that had to turn it off. My episode, I, they turned it off. They got too sad. It, it, it's true. It, it makes Those stories me. are true. Are you playing yourself? Oh yeah, yeah. And I asked him if I could, if we could please change the name to protect the guilty. <laughs> But he, the show, the episode is called Andy. Yeah. Oh my God! Oh yeah, really, John? Well, maybe that's okay. playing into a little bit of your stuff. Uh, no, because I got over that. I, first of all, I've been sick for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Upper respiratory. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's oh, got it. Horrible. horrible. I've got to sing got at it, the national anthem it, yeah. at the hockey game next Saturday. You do? Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, I heard about that. I would yes, love to I see cannot that. get this thing. Are you gonna do it all opera? Oh, so you're yeah. a little sick oh, too. Awesome. And my son's oh, been coaching get me. it. Oh, yeah. well, stay away from me. But it's been two weeks. And mm-hmm. listen, what's happened? Andy's been doing what we told him, staying in treatment, year and a half, year yep, and two months, still living, year and two months. Even though they shut down the and villas. And they're shutting, they're shutting they, it down. They around shut him. it down. I, yeah, around, around him. Me. He closed the up last, the rehab like I he used to close up. close up the bars. Yes. <laughs> it is like that. 
I'm the one of the last stragglers. I'm like, yo, you're gonna have to pry me out. With so, wait, so what happened? Just for anyone who doesn't know, Andy, you live in a, a sober living, and I've been there for 16 months. He's been there so long; they're oh. going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> but there has been one I'm little shutting her down. Fantastic. One little one little wrinkle in his recovery. Well, he met oh. a gal pal. Oh, a gal pal. Uh-oh. No, a gal pal refers to when a gay guy has a girl that he's not fucking. That's oh, really? a gal. Yeah, that's oh, a gal. Oh, pal. I always think of that's a gal of pal. Somebody you're not living with is a gal pal. No. Well, Andy, it's like the tabloid term for like oh, is if, it? if Rock well, Hudson had a gal. I always pal. refer to myself as no. having gal pal. Andy, am I Don't the first? That. Am I the first <laughs> person in your life to be concerned about your sex addiction? I'm not the only. Yeah, besides no. me and Bob. What if it's a love addiction? Well, it's I all, see, it's I see all it together. As love addiction. It's all together. All it together. How about, how about Andy? I know how you understand it. She can fix and make me happy addiction. Well, she does. No, she doesn't. No when person we, can do that. Look, when we're having, here's how I describe it. If we, a good night for us is if we go out to dinner, we eat, we don't argue much. Nobody gets up from the table and leaves. We go home. Already very different than all his other relationships. (laughs) (laughs) And we have some really good sex and either go to bed together or I go home or she goes home night halfway decently. Then that was a good night. So if you're both having, if you're having sex somewhere and both of you have the option of going home, where is it that the sex is happening? In our different apartments. Oh, okay. So one or the other is going home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I recall the last time we saw you, you had a mattress in your car. I still do. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah. yeah that's Just her. in case. The mobile okay, sex. So step in. <laughs> yeah. Just in case the moment hits them, they have a mattress in Andy's car. Yes. Oh, I mean, Very 70s sh- of you. Sh- yeah, that's I was going to say. We're the same I, age, I, exactly. I sort of applaud the, the resourcefulness. Yeah. And it also makes me quite sad. What? Why? You should be happy. <laughs> Someone's getting sex. Mm-hmm. I, let's, go, let's go back to the character. Well, that the was movie. At, that, the, the, the mattress was out of necessity because we they were, were both not in sober allowed, living. <laughs> yeah, we were oh. allowed to have sex. Okay, in sober and living. still, I will say it makes me sad because yeah. there's a reason you're not allowed to have sex in sober living. Oh, I don't thank you, Simone. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe to that. I don't subscribe. Andy to has that. Andy has some of the rules of rehab he doesn't like so much. Right. Yeah. So it's Andy, but you've whatever done, it you, takes to stay sober. You're right. You've can we fine. analyze what he did on Sober House? Because I can tell you now. I see it clearly because I've been watching other people do it. You befriended the kind of crazy house manager so you could do whatever the fuck you wanted. Pretty much. That goes on oh, in every treatment center in America, Drew. Every sober living all... Jennifer uh, Jimenez. everywhere. Makes sense. Um, Stayed up with her that first night till 5 a.m. And there's but we 11, also 11, legitimately got along. Yeah. I was going to well. say, yeah. so, so yeah. what... Uh, and that's interesting for, for me. Are you aware that you're manipulating... It was a two-way street. I don't. I think she was. I think uh, there was a there was a mutual attraction. I think that we could have been fucking. Oh right. my so, goodness, Drew! What would have happened if Jennifer Menes and Andy were that fucking been fun. on TV? Don't you remember Amber? Oh my God, Amber, Amber Smith. Yeah, yeah she you climbed, tried. She you no. Tried. She climbed into my bed naked. I know, and it freaked you out pretty good. But she it didn't did, do it actually. Yeah. Well, because she was, was it so too aggressive? Hot. Wait, she, wait, wait. Yes, was it, too, it was aggressive? too aggressive? Women are not supposed to behave that way in Andy's was, world. No, right. it was. It, it frightened okay. me because she's see. That's my world. Tat. That's my wheel well. She's I know what's supposed tat. to happen then. She's climbing into my bed naked. I well, that's interesting. Like, wait, wait, wait. I freak out. Simone, how about men that like that versus dislike that? And he's any summary. I like women who know what they want. 
Yeah, I think there's a difference between um, sexual... Look, first of all, it depends, uh, you know, whatever you're into. So I don't want to generalize before anyone goes... No, but but, but, but men, some men like women, like, taking control. Yeah, and and now, some women really don't... Some men really don't like that. Where, yeah, no, so I, I've actually seen... Um, Recently, we're talking about another trend. Men who like women who take control, and these are the same men who have delayed ejaculation. And what can happen is that Do you like that. Andy just liked how you said ejaculation. Can you <laughs> say it again? Ejaculation. <laughs> delayed ejaculation. Yeah. She used to she call it. Jumped in his chair. He used to call it retarded ejaculation. <laughs> yeah, because that was what it's called. That was the tra- that was the technical because yeah. it slowed down. Yeah, yeah. slowed okay. down yeah. ejaculation. So what is delayed? Okay, and, now, and, and the reason hard. the reason I say that is because um, it's every time the, I ejaculate, <laughs> I think they call it retarded. <laughs> 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 she set me up for that. Isn't that often mistaken for a great lover man? Well, exactly. Um, That's but what it, Andy is. But it isn't because um, these guys are getting no, they're not getting sexual pleasure because they can't orgasm. I and can control mine. I can come when I He's want. very proud well, of that. Like I can control my that's hiccups. Healthy. If I get hiccups, I can make them go away. Oh, like and wow. I can come. I wait for her to come. And when she's coming, I just come. You sound like a, a Buddhist that's reached enlightenment. I can come. I can control my hiccups. And he's doing it all while living. I get right up to the edge of coming. And then I just wait for her He's doing it all while living in sober living. However, <laughs> which is amazing. <laughs> However, but going back many to sex what, addicts yeah. I've, I've seen are able to do that in milliseconds if they wish too. I can come what? real fast if yep. I wanted to. What? Yeah. Yep. If we're in a hurry or it's, it's just me that's going to come, let's hurry up, let's go. Do you remember the story? <laughs> that if it's the just within me that's going to come, you have these discussions? What? what? Of time restraints? Well, sometimes, yeah, it's just a need sometimes. Why would you just, in, why would you engage in that if it's just... Because sometimes I just want to come. And the, and she doesn't mind? <laughs> Isn't that nor is that normal for the <laughs> man? Care, and a woman? No, a I mean, look, I, I I will tell you that if a woman wants a quickie, she's really not fast. Uh, yeah. If a man comes fast, it can be quite a. I mean, that sounds and awful. This isn't. Yeah, but this they, isn't but me they, as they a Simone, but Simone, sometimes she just wants me to fuck yeah, her. Yeah, they just pre-negotiate. They pre-negotiate the stuff. Sometimes she I just like wants me them. inside of her. Yeah. She's like. I sometimes I just need you in me, and but I don't want to come. For That's a weird year now, that which true? is one of the longer relationships Andy's ever had since I've known her. Yeah. So something is. It's right. Do you think that your penis acts so as in England? Actually, we call it a dummy, but here you call it a pacifier. But do you think sort of like your a dummy is a dummy what? with a retarded ejaculation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome to my country. Politically inappropriate. Um, so, uh, do you think Incorrect. that that is? And when I say sort of a pacifier, what I mean is, as in you, it's like a cigarette. You know, yeah. putting something in your mouth, and it's like, oh gosh, that makes me feel safe and secure. Do you think that your penis in those situations where she says, "I just want you inside me," is kind of a a form of intimacy that isn't really I'm not saying it isn't we're really still intimacy, connected but is it her saying we're still connected that's what I'm connected. asking you yeah. well yeah. I, I yeah I, I think that's it. I think that's her yeah her way of connecting yeah you're not gonna run off and be Andy Dick best without she can me. yes I got, I've gotten can, that, that feeling can. of like you know everybody's pretty aware and you you've mentioned it you just need to stay sober a year or two and you're gonna have a thriving career Judd Apto sure said that. I'm sure of Judd it. Judd said that, yeah. right? Yeah. So what happens to her if you are staying sober and two years is coming up here in eight months? Yeah. She what might, happens to your relationship? It might have to end. That's why. 
Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, she knows that. She knows. She has said, I've, "I'm afraid I'm going to be losing you." Mm. And she's right. There and you I go. can't do this forever. Yeah. Because so then it, it's a hard. It's relationships very hard. Yeah. And so then that goes back to the sadness. Well, he's describing the sex as being sensational. And if you remember the last episode, we ended with that because there's a lot of that going on. I've had it myself where the just, you're just, there's no explaining it. You can't explain it. But I believe it's it's two people's trauma hitting a bullseye. It's a bullseye. Yep. It's a bullseye. And, it's, and it, and how are you a, supposed to reject a bullseye? <laughs> well, that's, that, that's the point. But that's the point. That, that's okay if there's process around it. Talking about it. Uh, professional process. Yes. yes. Separate. If you both have therapists yeah. and you're talking about it together. Then I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Because bullseyes are rare, Drew. I know that right. you've, you you know. No, that's right. You're not out there living in the world Andy and I are living out in. Sure, but bullseyes aren't necessarily bullseyes. Bullseyes can be, like you say. Because <laughs> if you've got a bullseye, which is, in your words, trauma to trauma, or two people who are very empty and really need something, need that high, then, which which we know that a bullseye is, then that isn't really the bullseye. That isn't sexual compatibility. That is, oh, good, we can make each other feel like really alive. It Make is sense? Yeah. yeah. But it is sexual compatibility because we do make, make each other feel alive. Yeah. It's a little bit What's, of both. Yeah, but both. yes, exactly. Yeah, okay, that's that's well put. What, she, what he's, she's saying, though, is you shouldn't have to feel alive that way. You should be filled by other means. Uh, yeah, and and so the You're bullseye, right. when you were saying, when when you were saying it's not that it's not that um, common, what I'm saying is what Drew has with his wife is is bullseye in the that's fullest like sense. That's Zen Buddhist yeah. type stuff. We're just trying to survive okay. here, Simone. You better ask her if, she, if Susan's <laughs> actually experiencing that or not. She, I'm Susan. Are you experiencing? She may be bullshitting the, you. Like the amazing <laughs> sex. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And and if we, I don't want to get too. Drew doesn't like when I say this. Okay, but, so but can we talk we about into, bullseye for a second? But when we go into oral sex, then I, I just, I okay. know they're very satisfied. I, I often try and get them on the things. phone, and quite frankly, Susan's like, "I'm sorry, I've got my mouth full." No, I'm only joking. <laughs> Girls, Wait, by, by the way, my sorry. girl will not. Can I be? Yeah. Can I say? Yeah, yeah nasty, we're podcasters. She won't suck my dick. Well, it's been a year and a half now, Andy. <laughs> I know. Right, why? She does a little bit here and there, but she has never done it till do you I have my retarded you, ejaculation. Are you that way with her? I'll do anything she wants. Yeah, there you go. But what um, about anything you want? No, she like hasn't she doesn't want to. Mm. Is it degrading? It's I, I don't think we've filled, we haven't it's, filled in Simone. I think it's an intimacy thing. On Sorry. the age difference. Oh, I'm gosh. 50. She's 22. Oh. This gets better. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> Andy. Mm. Are you, did you just, are you speechless? You a, I want to give you a hug. You can give me all the hugs you want, but give me that fucking hot bitch <laughs> every night. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay. at least at least we know objectification. Now is we're getting it language. out. We're getting it out, and I'm not getting. The, I can't I'm wait for this process. podcast to be over so I can go fuck her. I know. I know that you're thinking about that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're talking about. <laughs> so what happens, out. right, Andy? Let me let me ask. What it's revivifying his trauma every second. Yeah, I was going to say what happens with her. What happens? So she knows that you're probably going to leave her. 
what happens? She, what about her leaving him? Okay, yeah. Andy, let's think about that. I don't think she will. I've we've had so many issues in the our whole and the whole time. It is true. They both states over living and sober living. Been through a year and four, two months of this that I know. Of, but are they right? addicted to each other? Yes. Have you transferred yes. Oh, the yeah. addiction? For sure. Yeah. There's a lot of shit that you got to get through. And I, all but I don't. You know I, feel I, mean? me, I feel uncomfortable doing all this on a podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, we should get into okay. it later. Yeah, I I I, I but, would just say yeah. you have a therapist now. Yeah, okay. same one. All right, the She's same guy. Great. Oh, the, She's she. the girl, yeah, woman. And is she able to set boundaries with you and set limits and semi? I mean, no, nobody really can no. with you. To be fair, no. are and, we just getting too intimate about it? Because last no, time we, no, were, we no. were talking about it pretty much, we did. But I, I just, it's just you know, it, it's hitting a crisis point for him, and I, 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 yeah, I don't want to revivify all this stuff. My, my fear is my deepest fear is just that you're making your recovery about her. And if she leaves, then your recovery goes away, and you don't give a fuck. And I think that. it's fifty-fifty yeah, with his career, though, too. Uh, well, if we get enough, what, what, it, what is what that, I mean, you, that it motivated. all fits? Being motivated to rebuild your career and being with her and and that kind of Malibu—it all fits. She's not the sole reason you're staying sober. Oh no, she's not even. No. Well, she was a part of it in the beginning. Yeah, there's parts you don't that we can't really talk about because right. you didn't want to play. But, um, can with I jump her. in um, as a way to just sort of uh, when we were talking earlier about? I sex, like talking about the bullseye. That, yeah, <laughs> no, when we were talking about sex, and Drew asked, you know, what is it about when guys no. don't like no. girls taking to taking control. control, and the and the guys who do like girls taking control? Um, it's very interesting because there are. Some men, we always think this is with women, but there are some men who, who actually have a fear of sort of really getting in touch with their sexuality. And so what happens is when a woman takes charge, it means that they don't have rejection, they don't get abandoned, and so it always becomes up to the woman, which then becomes difficult for relationships. So I just thought, I find, I find that as a sex therapist very interesting, that sort of because we think men are just... I think there's a weird, there's a weird uh, with, I think guys will relate to the fact that if, when women was in control, there's a weird um, intensity to a fusion fantasy. Ah. You know, because they're going to get sucked up into kind of thing. You know, those primitive kinds of feelings that people get around sexuality. I think. Let's get to the primitive primitive bulls, I think, for a second, because I want to talk about this. I've had. We're just getting into it. (laughs) Okay, I've had this said more than one time. What is, I've never come from intercourse before until you. What is that? It could be a lie, but I believe sometimes it has not been. What is it? What is it that makes somebody come with a certain person? Is it the trauma fitting? I would, well, I would say, number one, it really could be that you just got lucky. No, yeah. joking. Yeah. You got no, lucky. Right. And, oh, Andy. And right. That really girl. shattered your machismo <laughs> attitude, didn't it? My girl said she's never come harder and more often than with me. I love that. Mm. And then more, it, more than anyone, it's a cyclical fitting together. And because if and a man's that told that, then a man outside. gets more confident. More but it can active. be truthful. It really can be truthful outside of sort of She's any telling the sort truth. Of I can tell when she on. comes. Like yeah, it can be. It, a can be. Oh great! I've been you know, told by girl physical. girlfriends of mine, not girlfriends, but girlfriends that you they can fake it pretty good. Oh yeah. Well, men no. fake it as Andy's well. Andy's so confident. Men you, fake it. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Andy did. I never have. Yeah. You can't because something comes out. <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> you can. Out. Men are faking orgasm. I'm sure they do, but I don't. But listen, okay. and my girl it can't. It might be exaggerating that, This is one pleasure. reason. 
The one reason I like to they have sex. They might be sex, exaggerating how pleasurable it is. I like yeah, to they, keep they, my they, finger they on the butt. Oh, really? She's so not funny, lying. I, oh, well, I don't take I, some emails. I thought you were saying about the butt because I thought you were Drew talking about the button. You just they, shut down right the now. Clitoris is also no. known as like the magic button. Yeah. What's wrong we with We have to take you? a break. We're right okay. back. Okay. Jesus. All conversations and information exchanged during participation in the This Life with Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest podcast or interaction with drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or medical advice or direction per se. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Although Dr. Drew is a licensed physician with specialty board certifications by the American Board of Internal Medicine and the American Board of Addiction Medicine, he is not functioning as physician in this environment. The same applies to any professionals who may appear on the sites or podcasts. We're back to this live podcast. Uh, be sure again to click through on the Amazon banner and support the people that support us here. And uh, again, the Rocky Mountain Treatment Center. We We're going to go guys, out there. Me what's Andy, going on check with Andy that? In. He's what's got happening? no place to live in three weeks. We're going to check him in up there. We're, we're oh, gonna go Andy, we're so we are concerned that there aren't enough absence-based treatment centers. And we find one, we get behind them. Oh, so you found us. one that you like? We yeah. found two or three. And wait, and a what-based treatment center? Don't Absence. believe in Suboxone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The one you're in believes in Suboxone, doesn't but it? But I, I haven't taken one thing the okay. whole time. I know. Not one pill, nothing. All right, well, here's somebody email. Yeah. Uh, Except the first week, anti-seizure. Here's an interesting right. thing. Andy's been absent the whole time. For Though the treatment center is rather, you know, you don't have to be Andy. Flimsy flamsy. He got sober there. Yes. Right. Do you understand? This is another thing that we need to factor no, uh, people, in. Listen, our... anybody gets sober anywhere, right? Okay. I mean, that's for that's sure the, the case. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Oh, that, that's interesting. Do you think that? Yeah. If somebody's really ready, they'll bring stuff in to help oh. them stay sober. Oh, yeah. I've met many, wow. many people who didn't go into treatment. They just stopped. They didn't do AA. Wow. Well, just... That's rare. Yeah, it is rare, but that's I've rare. met. Did that happen to George nothing. W. Bush? Mm, I, oh. Well, yes. maybe not nothing. Maybe they went to church or they did something. Yeah. It's pretty unusual. It's pretty unusual. But Sudden it, and dramatic psychic. It's usually with itself. alcohol, not with pills or anything like that. And I should fill not you with in. heroin. I yeah. never heard it with no, heroin. They yeah. shut down the villas. That was the sober living part of Soba. Uh-huh. But they they moved people to different other locations. And I moved into the beach house, second floor, where nice. they used to have like Convenient. offices. Convenient. For Does it got a toilet and a, and a shower? House. It's, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. But I mean, the beach house sounds nice. It is pretty See? nice. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all because you stayed sober, Andrew. Yep. I'm right across the street from now, the treatment. I got you know, kind of closer. You scare me when you use, right? You're, I scare you're scary, you. yeah. It gets strange. Yeah. His no, hopelessness. No, no, no. no. I, I always think you might Forget kill strange. yourself. The strange is actually fun. The 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 scary is the... the like and almost the, dying. On the Judd Apatow series, Love, yes. Yeah. And one of these times, it's going to be not it's almost. It's going to be dead. Yeah. And and you you're taking the sarsaparilla and all the stuff on the subways and things. It really did remind me of how you get. Oh yeah, for sure. I helped write that episode. I'm sure. I I said yeah, I would love to do an episode and play a character similar to me. And you know, like I said, it is just me. But I would I would really like to help write it. So I went in and I told stories to the writer. Oh, and fantastic. So that story yeah. about getting punched in the head. I knew that was real. Yeah. Until yeah. I shit I shit myself <laughs> instantly. How, how, By the way, a, and that happened on two separate occasions. Oh my Jillian gosh. does such a great job with that character. And she's not like that. Gillian. Gillian, I beg yeah. your pardon. Yeah. 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 Is she's it Gillian sober. Anderson? She's sober. Oh, I did not know that. Is it Gillian yeah. Anderson? No, Gillian 
Georgia Gillian. What the hell is She's Jacobs. from Community Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. Gillian. Oh, and she is. She she's does great. I mean, she she's gets so the good. borderline stuff so yeah. well. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, no, it's no. Andy's playing himself. Who well, knows? Leslie. I don't think Leslie her. Arfin created it, and she's married to to Paul Rust, the guy on the show. The, oh, the, the, the guy. He's great. Yeah. So they're married. So it's about their relationship. Oh but my god. Gillian is oh, playing yeah. Leslie. Well, I knew somebody in there knew exactly what they were and writing Leslie. about. Liz yeah. Leslie. And, and Leslie. And how is Leslie now? Sober for a very long time and really great. Yeah. Wow. Takes but, a still, but still a little bit of a, a wreck. You sure, know? sure. Like we commiserate a lot yeah. like during the whole week of, of filming. I told you. What? what? Just listen to what he just said. Still a little bit of a wreck. Oh, yeah. That, 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 you were right. You, still a little uh, bit of and splitting let, going on. Yeah. And let me tell you what, what Bob said when I walked in. You're going to stay sober for the rest of your life and you're going to be as miserable as me. <laughs> That's what you said. And it's true. I don't think it gets better. People have it's to, called no, life. It does get that's what I love about people, your podcast. This people, is life. Yeah, that's right. This is life. Sorry, up. folks. Yeah. One of part of that I love about AA is you're supposed to expose who you really are. Yeah. AA has now become a hide who you really are, present who you're supposed to be uh, because you're 15 oh, years sober. Because that. you're 15 years sober. Yes, but I that's bullshit. see I'm in AA as yes. the person that's been taught that's by two. why I, I see love the you. borderline splitting. Yes. I see what goes on. That's why you're my favorite it's person. As bad in as it used to be no, I don't even say for AA. that individual, but borderline personality is a little hard He's to get rid of. He's my favorite person. Oh, no, yeah, you can't get rid of that. Bob so, Forrest, for the record, I've said it many times, is my favorite person in recovery oh my god my favorite because he's so fucking real yeah he he doesn't take the bullshit i go to private meetings you know Mm. where the big celebrities i know i I know you see me there you know what i mean like the then he doesn't go and when i go there it just smells like bullshit how (laughs) interesting i can't stand it so so for anyone I didn't know that happened. So there are private meetings. Oh, yeah, yeah there's celebrity oh, meetings. They, they started in the 80s, and right? I used to love going to them because all my heroes were there. But now heroes all my heroes great have food. died. Oh. They get their wives to cook these great meals. And I go for the food. It's legitimate in that they It's really, real. Yeah, people they, get sober it, and stay sober and yeah, maintain it, their sobriety through that. You understand that some of these people have real legitimate needs for, for, for they can't quite trust these in this day and age. Somebody's going to take a picture. Or yeah, I can, I can give the biggest, yeah. best story. friend of ours relapsed after eight, 15 years, an actor friend of mine. He calls me. The guy's at his house psychotic, seven in the morning, oh coked out. I go over there with another friend. We're, you know, it's on the verge of like, he might kill this guy or crazy, psychotic, all this anger and drunk and coked out and everything wrong in his life is because of this guy. That guy's a really wonderful person. We went and took him to Jan's coffee shop on Beverly, Andy, sobered him up for three hours, then then went to the 1130 meeting, AM meeting on Sunday. My friend, who's not an alcoholic, was sitting with me in the log cabin, and a photographer took a picture from outside, and it was published in the National Enquirer that he was at an AA meeting with his junkie musician friend. He was there for the most altruistic reason, which is bring his friend and wanted to support his friend to go to an AA meeting after relapsing after 13, 14 years. You know who it is, too, but... 
You can't tell me. I can't say. Let me uh, read an email. It's, uh, I am is he alive? You leaving? Out of here? I have to go. What about the bullseye? I want to talk about the bullseye. <laughs> I'm coming back. <laughs> I'm coming back. You want to do more of this? Yeah. You're welcome. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to. to. We're just getting and started I, here. And I love, I, lo- I also love, for anyone listening, it's so nice because it is in this amazing room and beautiful just the, the couch the whole vibe we could like, like, yeah. Andy needs this couch in his car <laughs> 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 right, more bye. talking more talking less bullseye yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> bye everyone bye, bye take care we're still oh Simone where can we find you give us give us all your particulars again uh, Simone Bien on Twitter at Simone Bien B-I-E-N-N-E yeah and uh, you can it uh-uh, you can find me um, the, pot, the website on simonebn.com which and? actually no, no. is non-existent no, the other one helping your relationship and com. yeah and do you come if, if anyone wants to come and see me then come and see me and can you make re- can you make uh, re- appointments there at uh, helping your relationship yeah yeah, Simone is an excellent universal therapist, and there are very few. Trust me, I know. But listen, there are very few people that have the skill set in this country. She was trained over the over in England a lot, and they spent a lot of time and energy training on a certain emotionally focused kinds of therapy that they just don't do so much here anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, uh, we got you. Well, Thank before you. you go, before you go, in a nutshell, given what you know about me and my relationship, fifty twenty two, sexually, it's all there. <laughs> No, it's not there in any other way, really. What do you suggest I do? Can I can I please stick with it and have fun for a little I bit? I could tell you. I, I know that you're now. I'm going I'm, to anyway. I know you're being a little boy now and going, can I stick with it? And well, I'm going to anyways, I'm, do you know but what, what do you I'm going to say, yes, yeah, stick with it. Thank you. Oh. And Drew looks at me and then I whisper in Drew's ear. I'm telling him, I'm giving him permission. Because so hopefully okay. it will the- become... Less exciting. You're right. Mm. It's so true. But I, she's good. I, I'm hoping those. <laughs> and she's gonna. Right. And she's leaving the building. That is so good. <laughs> right when she said it, I'm like, oh, I'm getting out of it. <laughs> it's not as fun. She's right. God, she's good. Maybe that's what it's been the whole time because so we're living and Greg. Yeah, you're not supposed to. The age difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm supposed to be into men. What happened with that? I don't know. You were for a while. It went out again. Would it come? Is that when you're using? Yeah, it's when you're using that comes up. Yeah, you know what that is or was? It's the same know. thing that he just described. You don't get it. Sex. You're not supposed to do that. That's uh, dirty. That's blah, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Is, I yeah. know. It's We're taboo. Catholic. Are you Catholic too? Thing. No. Oh, okay. Presbyterian. Because when I was in my but big I went drinking phase, week. I went through that. Oh no, kidding! In the early '80s. Oh yeah, because it's the worst thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, in my family, you should be lynched if you do that. Really, you know what I mean, Andy? Do, do, mm-hmm. Right? Do you, do you talk yeah, about it was taboo? Do you get any trauma work done with your therapist? I don't know what that means. Like EMDR. get to your mom. You've talked to me about it. his his mom and how he was treated as a child. That stuff. But when it was traumatic, when it was overwhelming, shattering. Have you heard the stories? No. My mom's in. Is she alive? Dead. Okay, she was a monster. Oh, dude. What? She was? (laughs) Drinking and smoking? Yeah, she was constantly drinking. Yeah, she was drunk. All the time. My whole life, yeah. 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 I just thought she was dumb. Because she was so loaded? Yeah. But then she didn't even really raise you, right? Yeah, I was raised by wolves. But she would drag you to urologists and stuff. Oh, yeah. How weird. Right? Yeah. So, so that weird. that stuff, and but then there's nothing how you can do about it. The past, no, is the past. I know, but you're supposed to see the the yeah. connection between 
and I, I do this because I do this for myself, Andy. Yeah. The connection between the 22-year-old, your sexual behavior, your addiction, and how that all relates and how you can help yourself become more whole. It it's, is how. Well, some of it is being, no, being whole, helping another person see parts of you that you disavow. What does that mean? Uh, parts of me that I disavow? That they're un- empty, empty parts? Yeah. Can you tolerate the emptiness? Well, like, what do you mean? What emptiness? Like, you, don't, you don't feel empty some of the time? Yeah. I, you know, like early on in my sobriety, I was meditating all the time. Mm-hmm. All day sometimes. Yeah. At least twice a day. I'm not meditating as much. Well, you got to prepare for the big drop off because you're going out into real life here. No, that's what I was going to tell. No, I just told you I'm moving into the beach house closer. By yourself. Indefinitely? Yeah. I'm I'm like, at this point, I'm kind of afraid to go into the real world. That's very healthy. Very healthy. You you still have to do it. Eventually. But but I'd like to see see that relationship wrap up before he does it, though. You have to. And I'm not wishing you any. I know you you mean. Let's give a little short note because we say long treatment, long term uh, treatment. We're talking about week to week hitting goals and being more and more aware, not just stands over living it. Right. Because there's a lot of people nowadays, Andy, and you've been around it the last two or three years. They'll just live in sober living for like 22 months. Mm -hmm. But as soon as they leave that, Drew, they're lost. Well, they don't yeah. have any skills, yeah. Yeah. It's called learned helplessness. Well, I'm not sure it's that. It's just not any uh, active the, skills, the any skills to go out and take care of themselves. I have there is the accountability, the peeing in a cup and breath. Well, you're already, a, so I'm kind already of a fully formed adult. A lot yeah, of those kids there are not. They're not. So I'm 50. And they've and just I, been there. So it looks I, good I on the surface. Go. They've been sober a year. They're in sober living for a year. But literally, when they're they being do taken that transition yeah, like, into real life, they can't do it, Drew. So you know what they're doing nowadays? Yeah. And I've had two kids tell me, I'll just get high and start again. Yeah. It's well, crazy, right? And you uh-huh. probably witnessed it. Uh, many times. That's crazy. Yeah. We yeah. need people to stay sober and be challenged and take each step of and, the way and face each fear. And I, I would argue it starts back with our parenting. We need to let kids fail and deal with the frustrations of life. That is so important. Life is frustrating. Yeah. And we just we rescue kids from that constantly. And so they face a world that's frustrating. It's like, no, thank you. I'll stay in here. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're doing, right? Yeah. I was going to tell you something about I'm staying in there. I'm living in there. Let me do some emails. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Email. Is, is somebody who has uh, sex addiction is primarily porn. Went to a therapist who said she could help. It didn't. I was sexually abused as a child, and, and the person groomed me with porn. Ugh. The pain of losing my wife for 23 years is my final The person straw. did what with porn? Groomed him. In other words, like... These these perpetrators oh, will show kids porn together, them, yeah. and then yeah. that happened uh, to you, Annie. He's older. No, no. You know, <laughs> let me refer him to a, a good website. It's it's a Center for Healthy. You ought to go there too. Called CenterForHealthySex.com. I gave it to you last time you were there. But I don't have a problem with my sex, which might be a problem. It's the emptiness and loss. Center for I it's like the intensity. It. It's fun. It's the only fun thing I have left. Center for oh, that's sex. not true. It's the only fun. Will work. Thing. You got your work back. Yeah, everybody's. It would be nice to be. How about this, Andy? How about this? When you mentioned Andy Dick's name sixteen months ago, people went, "Oh, like it's sad." That poor thing. You mention it now, and people go, "Oh, I saw him on this. Oh, he's doing great." Yeah, that's nice. Right? Okay, here's another one. Uh, Listening to the show, cheated on my girlfriend, mother of my children. I went to a massage parlor. Happy ending. 
It was a mistake. Uh, I feel he confessed it a week later because he was feeling so guilty. Uh, uh, is, is this there, a sober person? No. Oh, okay. We've been together four years. I just want to raise our family. If I've seen other couples get through this. So it's sort of issues about uh, indiscretion and, and honesty here, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it sounds, so he, he didn't get thrown out. It looks like they might have something healthy that he could say that. Right? But he's, feel, he's feeling sort of uh, like pushed away by her. I regret what I did. I want to restore my healthy That's relationship. understandable. I understand that. Anything that? that? Yeah. I do. Uh, I, the one thing that, that the research shows is that the one that's been betrayed needs to talk and talk and talk, often talk way more than, than is like fun. They need to talk it all out for a long time sometimes. It's best if they get a therapist. So yeah. they so they can hear each other and like at least divide it up in the yeah. talking, and then then the honesty and the hiding and stuff is really at the core of the problem, right? I don't. I have that with my girl. You hide stuff. No, she. Remember, I caught her at her boss's apartment. Yes, hated it. To this day, I it just bug. It keep hurts. talking about it, Andy. Keep talking. She. I wish well, she. But she, she won't let me talk about. It. See, well, that's not talking? good. Yeah, that's yeah, not no. good. Because if something else happens, then it's going to. Yeah. And something else has happened. It's been a couple things. Uh-huh. It's so I remove myself, but I care about her. If I leave her, which I've given her the opportunity, I'm like, if you're not happy, maybe we shouldn't go. But out. But she's lying and hiding, right? Yeah. Do you do, do that too? Lately, I have been a little to protect yourself. Yeah, to kind of have one foot out the door. So it's uh, kind of like it's closing down. Mm. It's crazy. factories. That's why you're down. upset. Probably, yeah. Because if you mm. you know, devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. Well, no, no, it's not that he because he has, he, well you don't he's not going to be single for long. No, I know that, but he has something years. he likes this thirty he, years. I just it's just good sex. It's, that's the bottom. Oh line. come on! Now. I honestly I can't remember it being ever that great in my life. You know one thing that I I forgot to tell you too. You know one of my best songs of main song that was on k-rock not sammy hager week and this other song called so what if i did you ever heard that song where it has a slow yeah really pretty song yeah that's about i had cheated on my girlfriend this is in 87 i cheated on her told her then she slept with one of our good friends and when she came home the next morning i said you didn't just fuck michael blake did you and she goes so what if I did? And I was standing at the front door of our house, and I just went. I went right to write it down. And just wrote the whole <laughs> song. So what, so if, what I if, did. if I did? Oh, <laughs> right. So and it was with the guy who wrote "Dances with Wolves." Remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah, Michael. He just passed away a couple of years oh, ago. Geez. So sad. So who won? You. <laughs> so are you? Look so Andy sees victory. Hmm. Well, I think I'm about still that. Alive. I was talking about Michael Jackson. And how the be- how he bought the be- the Beatles, he yeah. bought all yeah, the yeah. whole catalog, yeah. and uh, Steve Jobs. Just last night, I was talking about those two guys. They both died at my age. They're dead. I- I'm fifty. They died I'm around 55. fifty. I'm, I'm well yeah. past. So, like, did they win in life? Who's gonna win in the end? They you know, who's- the Beatles. The Steve Jobs was one of the. He was a billionaire. Did they win though? Who's gonna Did Who's win? gonna win in the end between Paul McCartney and Ring, Ringo Starr? I got my money on Ringo. Will be the last yeah. remaining. Well, right. What, do you, what are you qualifying yeah. as win? I don't know. Happiness, this, satisfaction, yeah, happiness, happiness, satisfaction, happy, or maybe even if it's just a nice long life. Because right. What if it's like miserable and tortured by sex addiction and love addiction and alcoholism? This is life. <laughs> 
but 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 your point is important, right? Yes. Right. Just to stay alive and to to, make a difference with people. Like the episode of Love. People were touched by it. Yeah. Some people laughed and like Simone thought it was entertainment. Some people, they, they, my friends cried and had to turn it off because it's, I, I I was, yeah. Do you remember I took the sassafras in that episode to get sober? Yeah, I'm supposed to have a vision. You were shoot, you were slamming enough. drinks. Yeah, I'm supposed to like have a big enough vision that it it's like ayahuasca. It's yeah. going to help me to not want to get high. Right, which is it's what so people ridiculous. do all the time. And then right? you're in the subway, leaving the next morning, going well, now what? Guess I'll meet you at another meeting on Tuesday. Yeah, I like that. I, yeah, because the most Added most stories would not would have not that end that sad, way. depressing yeah. ending. Yeah. I made that was sure. so realistic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's like sad and creepy, and that's how it always is. That's one of the main. Re- I think of you said there's two things. One of the things that diverts me or has me not go back out there is that thing in the next day. The next day is dreadful. I just have to start drinking immediately. Mm-hmm. And number two, and they, you can it could be number one is not having to go back into another fucking facility. Newcomer you said in that. the rehab. You said that keeps you from not drinking. Yeah, just. I like when she asked you about the app too. Yeah, resetting the well, app. Let's just reset. Resetting the app. Does the sobriety that, app. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, how great is that? Yeah. I think about yeah. that a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's a very vivid piece yeah. of the story, and uh, yeah. and I, 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 you kind of shuddered when she asked you. I thought, ooh, yes. You're gonna reset the app. Yep. Wow, that's a new yeah. AA term. Yeah. Well, they make a whole thing. I of put it. that because on there. Facebook every day there's like ten of them on my stream, like yeah. people, and they they loved uh, on their birthday to post, post their app. Yeah. Right. I don't mm. even know what the app is. There's but a bunch I got of different Twenty ones. years and six days, bitch. Uh, and I'm not. How about that, Andy? Twenty years. Oh, and you six do? Days? Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. I didn't know that. Did you know Bob back in the day? I mean, yeah. Did you know Bob back in the day? I, we don't know. You'd be more amazing. We don't well, know. Andy ran with I everybody. Knew he, I knew. <laughs> don't I knew who he was. Uh, he didn't know who I was, but I was supposed to be on the Ben Stiller show the week it was canceled, wow, and I was at crazy. the little in Central Hollywood that Deco building. I was doing a read through, wow. and then it got canceled. Yep. Of course, you didn't show up. Were you drinking then? Of course, here and there. Yeah. It wasn't. So, it wasn't full fledged. It was weird. It was Janine, you, Ben. Yeah. And who who else is oh, Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk? Oh, okay, yeah. And they got canceled the fucking week I was supposed to be shoot. Yeah. Wow, wow. So bummed out. Yeah, I know. I'm a specialist in that. Are I, you? I end shows. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Yes. Andy, were you crushed when that happened? Because that was a big deal, right? Yeah. No, I wasn't. You Things really just took off from there. Another but offer, what, but another what, offer. Was another it just offer. sudden that you guys heard you got canceled? Because it seemed chaotic. That's right, it always is. It seemed yeah, chaotic. Yeah, but it was a little bit of a relief. We were doing these weird 16-hour day. Ben was a strict taskmaster. He just was a little mini Hitler. Let's work. <laughs> like 16-hour days. We At were the, filming like it was a movie. Oh, no, filming? Filming, because they weren't these live sketches in front of an audience. We were filming them like movies and Ben was a loved having many, 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 many takes. I wish I could get that script. That'll be fun. I can get it for you because I'm back. I'm talking again with Judd a lot. Was well, Judd involved in that? Yeah, he was the head writer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so my two oh guys. My he came that, up to Loveline with you. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we did Loveline. That was my first time on Loveline was the whole cast. The entire cast Janine and Judd. Garofalo, Bob Odenkirk, Ben Stiller, and yeah. Judd. 
Do we have that show. in a podcast form somewhere? You should find that. What, what about do classic love lines? We have it. Do podcasts of them? No, there it's out no, there. We have it. We have that. They exist. Oh, but, okay. but uh, there's a super fan named Giovanni who's we collected all money, of it, but, you know. and he. Um, I don't know if he's got that one. He he doesn't go back. That he sort of stays in the Corolla years. Oh, so, really? Yeah. But that listen, was really early, right? That's that's earlier. Eighty oh, we, seven. We, yeah, yeah, it was. When, it was poor man. What was, was what you was, and poor man? And what was the year? Oh, we say? don't have that. I would Swedish say Eagle 90. was on there too, wasn't he? Yeah, poor man. Was Swedish have. Eagle on it? For no, a while? that was eighty three, <laughs> eighty four. Who was? It was you and him. No, me, Wait, poor man, Eagle, no, it was Scott me, Mason, poor man, and Swedish Eagle. <laughs> and then remember the guy that ended up working at MTV, Tom? Lewis. Uh, Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewis Largent. Lewis Largent. Was he on the air too? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he yeah. was. They became like the oh, music it was manager. So great! Now I'm now I'm gonna get tear in my eye. <laughs> I get a tear in my eye, Andy, for the '80s. Oh, I know. I love the '80s. But now Quick. you're dating girls that were Hang born on. in the '80s. I got a couple things. Right <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, 1992 to 93. Oh my God, '90s. Yeah, '90s. That's not right. Even by my standards, that's not right. No, it's right. Oh well. Okay. We're, we're gonna move on from this there, I have an email about erectile dysfunction. This gentleman gets erectile dysfunction when he's in the middle of intercourse. And uh, he's got family history of heart disease. He's 29 years old. What uh, medication? He needs some Andy Dick what, advice. What right. So here's the, here are the common things these days. Medications. Well, it, again, it's all in the mind. First of all, he has his family history of heart disease. And particularly a 30 or 40-year-old can be the earliest sign of heart disease. Number two, medication, drugs, for sure. Weight excess. If you're if you're obese, it can have an issue there. Uh, did, so far, you're describing all Americans. Go ahead. Yeah. Then, then anxiety in a 20-year-old sometimes make them, you know, is a trauma, anxiety, that kind of stuff. Again, if he has a trauma history, it like, gets very anxious. It seems like it's long-term relationships. So he needs to see a doctor first and foremost to make sure that, again, it's not medicine, it's not substances. And also, the other thing we're seeing right now in young males is the, the excessive use of porn is causing erectile dysfunction. I oh agree. Like with for women, the excessive use of a vibrator. Yep. My girl started using one and our sex went down i wasn't able to make her come and i said look it's like it's me hey, or the don't, don't don't <laughs> don't dent the the dildo stock price here There's, they serve a purpose Andy. We yeah if you're not dating somebody yeah. with a dick but Drew, i want to talk about medicines <laughs> right. because a lot of people are having they don't even think that the medicines they're taking like like seroquel or neurontin are even medicine and a lot of the, a lot of the sober communities having tr- that yeah, erectile sure. dysfunction I'm trouble sure. in twenty somethings, and I go, well, how many meds are you on? These yeah. kids pull out; they're like on five meds. No, not only that, they will also they'll be on Suboxone or Methadone. and go, I'm on nothing. I'm on nothing. Just, yeah, just nothing. It's like nothing. I'm not taking anything. I'm just taking Seroquel, Neurontin, Depakote, Suboxone. Yeah, I'm not on anything. Wellbutrin. So, so what does she do to help him? Like, how is she going to get him? And just go to the doctor. Go to the I doctor. mean, he could probably take Viagra too, right? Uh, sometimes if they need. To get their confidence back for a little bit, but you normally you, you got to get at the core issue here. You got you can rule out heart disease. You got to change the meds. You got to if it's an anxiety disorder, you got to get that treated. I mean, this stuff. I was it's, probably a cluster depression. Of all. it's probably depression. a cluster of all because if you're having erectile dysfunction periodically yep. from meds that you're taking yep. as a side effect, right? Yep. Then you're going to get you're going to get anxious about it, whether it's going to happen or not. They, that's called anticipatory anxiety, and that can make it happen. And do you ever have that anticipatory yes, that's, anxiety? I was, I was when I first started dating this girl, I couldn't even get hard, and if I did, I couldn't stay I hard. Him talking and I couldn't about this. fuck yeah. her. I couldn't even fuck her. She was yeah, very patient. Early. Three months she had to be patient with you me. Were now early I can't fuck her though. No, but he was on yeah. meds too. Oh. What med were you on? No, I wasn't on any meds ever. No, nope. It was because I was jerking off every night to porn. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. Oh and my plus, God, plus, Andy. 
50. What's the problem with that? <laughs> Plus, I didn't have a girl, do... but when I did get the girl, I stopped. And he didn't want to be intimate yet, so he just I, kept doing the porn. And, and I was used to being with guys. I told you that I re, I was try, I said, maybe Recalibrated if I, maybe yourself? If I, maybe if I fuck you from behind, let's try that. So she got, she turned around, she got on her hands and knees, and I reached between her legs to grab her yeah, yeah, ghost yeah. cock. Nothing there. There was nothing there. And I had to tell her, oh my God, I just reached for your cock. I think I told you that one. No, that's new for me. Isn't yeah. it? Can you believe that? <laughs> I've never heard of a ghost cock. And that happened twice. A ghost that happened twice. Ghost I had to cock. stop and say, "I'm I'm so sorry." That I just reached for your magic. We just Paul coined Mercurial. a phrase. Wait, man. Hi, Andy. Hi. Dick, Andy. Howdy, howdy. We just coined a phrase. I ghost cock. I've, just, I've ghost said it cock. on stage before. Oh, I reached for I reached for my girlfriend's ghost cock. He was used to being with men, and he reached for around what, for and there was to give there, there to was, give my girl that you know reach proper around, reach around, uh-huh. and there was but nothing there because it was a, a girl. Oh. Yeah. So he calls it a ghost cock. Yeah, yeah. maybe Paul wants to take yeah, a mic too. I that. <laughs> so let's go back to this this uh, the the uh, one where he's going to see prostitutes and stuff. So which ones? Which. How do you I get, like the erectile dysfunction thing because I think a lot of young men are having. No, we got we worked through that. We talked about that. I mean, we're sort of. Can we, we should, first should say it's okay. Andy's had it. I've had it. I think it's right? for me. It was it's in okay. mind. It was too much porn, and then it was in my mind. But kids when I was really think there's as if these kids Drew don't already think they're fucking crazy enough and loser enough and addicted to drugs hopelessly. Then they have that problem, and it. It just Andy has this like weird thing where he pees in like four seconds. Yeah, he go, yeah. He'll all of a sudden pee and it'll take him like four <laughs> seconds. He, he like well, he that's like, how he comes too. He apparently. like hooks his bladder up to like a <laughs> spigot. <laughs> Paul, get get the mic here. Paul Mercurio, great Paul Mercurio. That's the yeah. only upside to erectile dysfunction is. Very yeah, he walks right into it. You can it. pee and fast. Pee. <laughs> <laughs> So it's, it's, your penis the, isn't preoccupied with anything else. But moment. a lot of twenty-somethings are having it, and they won't talk about. It. They talk about it with me because they trust me or something. I believe it's all the meds they're on. Of course, yeah, Med, yeah. the meds number one by far. Are twenty-one-year-old people supposed to be on five meds? No, I hope not. Uh, again, who are we it? giving it to? No. Huh? No, Why'd you point that way? Because I'm Paul can keep the mic if he wants, but it's up to him. But. Uh, so let's go back to relationships and honesty and hiding that kind of stuff because that that's a lot of the problems we see with addicts and relationships. They 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 have a problem with honesty. telling the truth. Yeah, I would say in my life, sober, I've had a problem where somebody I'm in a relationship with is confronting me that I I'm not in love with them anymore. I don't love but, them. But, I say no, no, no. I am. I am, but, and but, I'm not because I don't know how to have the conversation. But hang on, as usual. The window of addiction is just another is a window into humanity generally. It's a portal into right. the psychoticness of us. No, but this this honesty thing I think is something that's a very common thing. And what, so, how do you, do you get understand pe- what I'm saying? Yes, I get what you're saying. It yeah. happens in every relationship. That's the only way a relationship can get better is if you have that conversation, Andy. But if you say, "Oh no, 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 I love you," and then you just have sex, but what to are you, cover you're it up. covering up. I mean, I'm not the professional. Please. This sounds no, no, this no. Is dime store, but does it go back to childhood and sort of i don't know in your case sort of not w- w- did you experience something or witness something i witnessed two people who didn't behaved? like each other remaining married for their children for 35 years mm-hmm. so you're right? a model for relationships so, with people that don't like each other 
Possibly. Yeah. I never look at it that way. I just said I'm never going to give up no matter what, but I don't know how to how to have a healthy relationship. So then that gloss over, I would say the gloss over happens about 2 years before the end. And I Andy, you know what I'm talking about, the gloss over. Yeah. And that's why I like that Andy's you're not talking being honest. about it. Well, you're not being honest. You gloss over you certain things. You don't even things. know what the truth is at a certain point. Yeah. That, do that's feel, an addict. You do feel differently. You don't want your partner to feel abandoned. You're you got a bunch of psycho babble in our society. You well, try but, to but how about this guy? I this went guy. to marriage and family therapy twice a week for a year. I felt like I was being misunderstood, and there was no. The more you talked about being misunderstood, the more it looked like you were what they were kind of marginalizing you to be. Hmm. Were you right? being held up emotionally by the other person? In other words, like if either either implicitly right or mic. explicitly, either implicitly or explicitly. In other words, she's gonna just hang you out to dry with guilt or whatever. If you're honest, if you're honest, instead of say this isn't going where. Well, I Well, the idea to go. would be the fear of abandonment. There, she she was she's she's pretty cold blooded. She'll just pack up and leave. So if you're if you are honest about what you're feeling, what you've done. That's going to end things necessarily. Even with the therapist, they're making it safe. Yeah, it was talked about there. Wait, hold on a second. The therapist is supposed to help it be safe, right? The therapist. So was, you were, uh, well, there's a lot of therapists that are trying their best. I think, but there's but a on. lot of. So what I felt no. like I was being called on the carpet, and she was not oh. because of her age. Oh. Right, that it was labeled old guy, young girl. So let's not treat it as both legal adults, right? Mm-hmm. And and no matter how much I tried to be, say, this is what I think it is, this is my trauma, this is what I feel, I want an intimate relationship, I want a successful marriage, it was always, you know, the other Old side was not young. being as vulnerable, as open, as wanting for success. Just didn't want to have the conversation yeah, and shut you down? Yeah, didn't want to shut down. But Silent, maybe that was you, you were getting too close. Now you were actually available for a real relationship, and she didn't, yeah. she didn't sign up for that. Yeah. How long were you in the relationship at that Seven point? Seven years. Have you? Are you recently out? Yeah, I got divorced a year and a half ago, Andy. Yeah, are okay. You, I know we talk about you a lot. But <laughs> <we're talking about laughs> wow. I was you suicidal and living me. by myself in Joshua Tree. I don't know if you know that you or know, not. I was wondering why you always went out to the desert with your dogs. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, dog the dog listens to them. <laughs> the dog, right. the dog will be vulnerable. But it's the only thing. <laughs> you <laughs> shut yourself off because I was constantly trying to be your friend and yeah, talk to you was, because yeah. I needed it. But you yeah, would be like, I'm exactly out to the that. desert. I'm like, what? You, but but behind this you're email, an asshole. Behind this email, is there are there limits to honesty? <sighs> How honest? I you think be? you have to. Yeah. Paul, I don't. Um, like a, I think so. I mean, I think if you dump too much on on the other person, yeah. you start to sort of cross those lines. Yeah. You know? it's not honesty. It's more of a desperation. What about what about a living amends? About the idea that you not doing it anymore in a living amends. I do that. What are we AA talking about? You cheating? What are yeah, we anything, talking about? Anything that you you want to make yeah. you don't want to be well, honest about. In other words, it's never going to happen again. That thing. That that yeah. is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, yeah, but then after a certain point, if it happens to I don't know whatever your number is, two or three more times, then you're getting jerked around, or you're yeah. just a fool sitting there, you know, waiting to get hit in the head with a bat again, and then I think you have to go. You know what? This isn't healthy for me, and you're manipulating me. Like my mother manipulated my father, and like I saw my father. I saw my mother like embarrass my father in front of me 
and huh. it, it still kind of fucks me up to this what day. Did, what did she say? Well, my father, he was a blue-collar guy. He put floors in for a living. And my mother was very driven. She was only high school educated. She couldn't, she couldn't go to college, so she felt ripped off not having a college degree. So she started her own business, a furniture business. And she pushed my father into being a businessman, like having a business too. And he wasn't. And he, didn't, he wasn't good with numbers and stuff. And he was losing a lot of money on his side of the business. She had furniture. He had floor covering. Long story short, you know, she would she, shame him in front she of the family. shamed him. I remember him staying up for two straight nights on a dining at the dining room table, big oval table with all these papers spread out, and he just looked completely lost, like he didn't. And she just kept berating him and berating him and berating him, you know. Mm. And uh, and I have to be careful because my wife works with me now, and I could. I there's been a couple of times where I've kind of gone there, and then I had to stop myself. What do you do? Um, you know, I hit her. No, he's uh, <laughs> comedian. No, He's comedian is not hard. Just you, no, you write no, for Colbert. No, I mean what I'll say is what like do you I do say, for a living? Oh, I'm a comic, <laughs> and your wife works for you. Yeah, she helps me. Book get the, all, book Paul things. is the most amazing story of all time. Yeah. He was an attorney, high flying attorney and venture uh, and uh, investment banker. Oh. Who just dumped the whole thing for uh, comedy? That's awesome. Because you're you're real. You know you you, you, you your stories are g- good. You didn't do it for a but living. But if you got dough, you have, like, if you, you got this. dough. It's kind of easier. No, no, dough. You didn't have any life experience. I had to sell my apartment. You have a point of view. You have life experience, and that's what a comedian needs. Yeah, I was writing jokes as a hobby. I met Jay Leno at a private function. I gave him some jokes. I just said you can have them, and he called me and said start sending stuff in for the Tonight Show, and then he did one of my jokes. And it kind of just started from there, and then I nice. talk about addiction. Had, he got addicted to yeah. it. Boom! And then I had this really got great apartment in box. Manhattan. I sold it. I sold everything, and I moved to a rooming house and started over because I didn't have a lot of money at the you time. You know a guy named Mike Barry? No. But hang on, if you got, if anybody wants to hear Paul's story in detail, I do two hours with him on the Dr. Drew podcast. <laughs> we, <laughs> it's we, brutal. We get into all, every little detail. Yeah, but it's the great. best story ever. Thanks. Best so I, ever. yeah. So I, um, so I, you know, I find. That's why I was asking earlier, like, if you saw patterns in your childhood, because I definitely, and I, I have to be careful, you know, because well, I could go the, there. The a thing about bit. honesty, the alcoholics addicts have have problems with honesty. It's it's in the condition. Both ways, though, I believe. How's that? Both ways, meaning they withhold the truth and and are good at that, and always thought to be that's how they lie. There's another way where they disclose too much, spray everything to everyone. Do you that's understand me. what I'm saying? That's me. To, tr- to yeah. try to, to say, push to away, find where to the boundary away. is. To put, no, to say, well, I told you, I've done that before. Yeah. Well, I told you everything, so I don't know what the hell you. Yeah. Expected. This whole that we had you a friend. I mean? uh, I, I, he grew up blue collar in New Bedford, Massachusetts. He went to Harvard, undergrad, Columbia Law School. Brilliant, big Irish guy, and loved to drink. And we all partied and drank. And he came home one day, but he was tough to live with. He was just a big Irish guy that didn't know social boundaries. He said, his wife... We just call that an alcoholic. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's what he ended up becoming. His wife said, I'm leaving you. This is a guy who never had, um, up to that point in his life, a defeat, a significant defeat. Mm -hmm. So now he's got two kids and his wife. Kids are and teenagers are 10 or 11, whatever. And he has to move out, Mm -hmm. moves to an apartment and starts drinking and drinking and drinking. And we try to save him. And he he literally drank himself to death. And I remember going to visit him at a facility. And he's like, yeah, look at these other people. I'm, you know, like that whole thing. Yeah. And it was sort of, you reminded me of mentioning that, that you couldn't, 
you couldn't get through to him. You know, I would just I was using everything. I was saying, do it for your kids. You know, but whatever, be around. I am that guy. Yeah, but I still am at the facility, and I still look around like, oh, I'm not as bad as these guys. Yeah, but I'm still there. Sixteen, <laughs> 16 months, months he's been there. <laughs> like I stopped listening to myself, to be honest with you. Good, and you I don't with, trust myself. You oh, good. My, you worked with my good friend Jim Jones. Yes. I, yeah. He was the producer on the Ben Stiller show. Right. Oh, you kidding? I'd forgotten that. We were just talking that. Jim Jones. So yeah. when did you just get out? You just get I'm out. I'm still again? in. No, it. he's still in. I have to go. Sober there. living without. Oh. Or well, it's not even sober living anymore. It's just a house near <laughs> near. <laughs> Right? Across the street <laughs> from the treatment center. A house okay. not it's near across the street. So it's around, it's around it's across professionals. The street. Where sobriety happens. With no lock. Your... You know, anybody all, right. all so they we can gotta, walk into We got to wrap this up. Uh, what what, what do we do sorry. with uh, Andy? How are we going to help yeah, him? Yeah, what are you going to do now? I brought weed. <laughs> <laughs> I brought it from New York. I, I, I think, I think <laughs> it's, uh, natural history would take its course. We just want him to stay sober no matter yeah. what. Yeah, because yeah. some some rough waters ahead here in the next. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm sort of with Simone. I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. I've always been concerned about the sex and love addiction stuff. That, that so I'm, you're hope, t- yeah. I'm hoping you're dealing with that in therapy. I mean, you deal with it in therapy too. I do. Yeah, yeah. And but you're then, with Simone, meaning like go ahead and do what you need to do. But you're hoping I don't do what I need to do. No, you're going to go do it right now. Which is still doing what you need to do. Here, Andy, I want you to get in your car now. Hug us, take a photo, get in your car and go. Fuck her. Yes. Really well. It's going to be great. Bullseye, bullseye, bullseye. This has been video. Bullseye, bullseye. (laughs) I should take some video. All right. Well, but but, uh, again... You're doing so well for so long here, and we're, and we're goofing around. Is this around. the longest no, you've ever been sober? No, I had that two and a half years once. Oh, okay. But, we, but I well, didn't talk so, I, about I just, it. This is interesting, because it's good I just stepped in here at the end. Yeah. It sounds like you're getting ready to go back to not being sober. Are you, like, are you worried about that or something? We're, no, we're worried about a relationship that is like using. They've known oh, me. These guys have known oh, me for 20 years, oh, okay. right. so they know... The patterns, oh, and okay. I try to listen to them now. At this point, it, it just, it just, you're, you're, you're going the, back to the old thing. It was just, it I, just fucking sucks. I have yeah. a feeling that uh, it's, it's boring. I have, fe- yeah. I have a feeling that that's all true, but I also feel like you're on the threshold of sustained sobriety, and that scares you too. Yeah, because and, I don't want to be like hey, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that scare somebody? Because I'm sober a long time and I claim to be miserable. He's, but it's miserable. he's not miserable. It's an over, he's an oversimplification of what it God. is. We're all you miserable. Before. You, should, <laughs> you should have seen it before, Andy. I saw when he was miserable. I'm, I'm not miserable because misery. I can't control my bowels, Andy. I'm miserable for the other reasons. God almighty. He, he and uh, Courtney were shooting heroin on buses at MacArthur yeah. Park and stuff. Are you kidding uh, me? Going uh, to get abortions. Ugh. Uh, Jesus, I live a boring life. <laughs> you trust me compared to these guys. All right, well, listen, we got to wrap this up. This uh, is life, That's Andy. We thing. appreciate you supporting us, supporting this. We got your oh, back, man. Whatever we can do, is you're supporting you. me. Yeah. Well, we are happy That's to how do I so. See it. Thank you. Stay sober, Andy. Thank you. Love you. Love you. What's Dick in Washington? F- Andy Dick in Washington. What is that? This is the thing that I just Judd got Apple back. Did? I just got back from Washington D.C. Yeah. meeting with uh, Senator Cory Booker. About what? From New Jersey, Senator from New Jersey. And you didn't drink on the plane or anything? It's good. No, good no, 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 no. Because it was about sobriety. Oh, yeah. It's about, I, was with yeah Gre- federal, I was with Greg Hanley from Soba. Thing. Great. It's and all a con. That whole thing's a con. What I'm is? I'm such a cynic. What's the One con? $1 billion dollars for the tsunami epidemic of, of, of addiction we have in this country. Yeah. They're all acting like 
I don't know. Who's going to spend a billion dollars? The government? The federal government. Doing what? Treating addicts with probably all these Florida people that rip everybody it's off. It's going to be replacement therapy. So oh, is it going to be? Oh, 100%. What do you mean by oh, that? I all the government agencies. going to be rehab. All the, all the government yeah. agencies are fully endorsing replacement. Back up what for is, Andy and I. What is replacement well, therapy? Suboxone, Suboxone, methadone, things like that. Oh. So. Is it the home clean needles program, all that no, stuff? No, that would be fine. That's a health. It's like methadone. Well, right. whatever. Well, stop the hardcore drugs and do No, but a lot of the absence-based people went to Washington, but you're saying that the real money once it's doled out is going to be All I know is that NIDA and everyone is huge into the replacement. Placement therapy. I, I will say that Botticelli, the guy who's the drugs are, is is a sober guy himself, and he knows the difference. I'm hoping he can have some perspective. Here's the main thing I learned: is that for over forty seven thousand people died of heroin last year, overdose, yeah. Yeah. and that's more than Dude, any other. Epidemic. The solution for that is. Yeah, don't drink or use no matter what. Meloxone would be one one helpful so thing. So talking about implantable, that, implantable nalo- Oh, no, naloxone is good. Implantable naloxone even, that's yeah. kind of thing. But uh, and that doesn't include pills, which is a bigger number. Yeah. You and didn't the other see thing the 2020 is, thing, right? They I have, did. In third grade, they're teaching kids yep, how to that. give up the nasal naloxone to naloxone. their parents who OD in front of them. Yep. Make sure to go awesome. to iTunes, give us a five-star rating on that, on that pleasant note. <laughs> wow. Share our post uh, on the Dr. Drew Facebook page and also send us some uh, some. I'll be questions. laughing at we'll my own funeral, Andy. Dr. slash contact. I will be. Hit up the Amazon <laughs> banner, bookmark it, uh, thislifepodcast.com, drdrew.com. Uh, again, Rocky Mountain Treatment Center. Those guys are great. Rocky.rehab.com. If you want to check them out, please well, do. Check them out. I think you'll be as impressed as we apart? are. I got to hear about them. Um, they are, they've got a really good medical director. They have a really good clinical team. They're relatively small and they're absent in space and they're long, set up for long term care. How, what do you mean by that? How 90 long? 90 days. 90 or yeah, four 90 months. Patient, three, three, not just 60, like, 90, not just detox and ship you off to Jack in the Box. Four months. Well, whatever you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you know. they'll, they'll let you stay there for a while. Yeah. yeah and it's, no, I know, thought it was 90 days. But we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to go out there. You can come with me, Andy, and we'll go I to the Yellowstone go. Club and go, and go skiing. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, the, Bob, hangs, Bob hangs. Bob hangs out. I want to go. <laughs> I know Bob hangs out with people at our houses at the old film club. People like that. What he do does. Mean? He does. Who's that? Andy, you gotta. You, you gotta, gotta hang out Bob hang more often. You're always Hot with your girls. 22 year old girlfriend. Why wouldn't I be? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for uh, listening to this. We'll see you next time.
Going hard. 